the college experience. Oh, miss rebels, 2020 college football preview on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by MyBookie.ag. You're listening to our 2020 college football preview series, where we break down every single one division college football team. While betting on college football, make sure you go to mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP for a deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's mybookie.ag, promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. That's promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sports book with NBA, NHL, and MLB back in action? You need to download BetQL, the only app You'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Once again, that's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Yes, yes, woo! Welcome, welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby Dant, aka Pick Dundee, in the place to be, and we're breaking down the Ole Miss Rebels. And I'm joined by my co-host, who's who's got his own. There's flesh and blood in his in his family from. Ole Miss. Very true. Former, former James Madison defensive back. The Titan of Tecmo Super Bowl. Hello. Just not when he's playing me. Give Hello. it up for Patty. Seeing the place to be. Hi. Ole Miss Rebels, Joey Freshwater. Oh, bring in the freshness. Lane train. To Oxford. I mean, are you excited for this hire? I am excited for this hire, you know, and looking back at uh, Lane's recent accomplishments, do you realize that in his last five full seasons as a head coach, he's won 10 games in three of those. So what USC, USC, Florida Atlantic, USC, uh, then he was 10 and two at USC, seven and six at USC got fired through five games. So that one doesn't count. Right. (laughs) Although he's three and two, which isn't terrible. I mean, it's not good. But um, then at Florida Atlantic, 11 and three, five and seven, 10 and three. Mm. Two 10 win seasons in three years at Florida Atlantic. Well, I actually think, like, as much as like that was good, he brought in like 30 transfers <laughs> from like well, Oklahoma, Florida State, 
If you thought it was possible to bring in transfers at Ole Miss or at a Florida Atlantic, what do you think is going to be the case at Ole Miss? Oh, he's going to kill it with those. But but you're in the SEC West. You know, I you mean, can, you can beat uh, you can beat up on uh, you know whoever uh, what uh, North Texas and Rice. But when you hit listen, the SEC buddy, West, I don't know if you recall Ole Miss getting the better of Alabama on back to back years pretty recently, and that was largely due to the fact that. Reg- whether legal or not, they got some high profile talent in uh, there. It was legal. It was legal for SEC standards. I'm not yeah. buying this that they were the ones. Yeah. They're the only ones doing this. Get out of here. 100% fact. I know too many people affiliated with some of these programs. <laughs> Directly funding yeah. them illegally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but dude, overall, you think, what, what do you rate that higher? Uh, it kind of depends on what else was available. I mean, if you assume that Norvell was, well, there was a guy that was available in Starkville who they passed on. They messed up. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, there's clearly a, a better of the two coaches there from a, uh, you would think an X's and O standpoint, certainly. And then also a, a career accomplishment standpoint. Mike one leach is certainly the more accomplished coach, so to speak, but for what Ole Miss is doing, I actually think that Joey Freshwater is the better option because uh, Ole Miss has a little swagger, whereas uh, Mississippi State is a little more subdued, you know. And where Mike Leach is probably a great personality fit, he doesn't. I feel like Ole Miss wants a little pretty boy, you know, mm. running the show. They mm. got like the bow ties, they're doing the, you know, hottie toddy thing down there. He's probably like a frat guy, just like the rest of them. I can tell you this: the Egg Bowl, easily one of the the, the, the most anticipated games I want to watch this year. Yeah, I know we're battling COVID. I know they've canceled all these other games, but are they still doing the uh, Egg Bowl on uh, Thanksgiving? Yeah. Oh man, that's a fun one. That's fantastic. Now that is a rivalry I could look forward to for the foreseeable future, as long as two these two guys are here. I might have to go to that game. A this Thanksgiving year. treat. Yeah. Um. So dessert, look, you might say looking, Hello. looking back on last year, uh, over under, Oh boy, uh, over under for Ole Miss last year. Did I hit on it? Did we hit on it? Let me take a little gander. Well, if you're a first time listener, we pick every single over under for all 130 college football teams. We've been doing this for years. Me, Patty C and C Nick, all the college football experts at sports gambling podcast.com. Well, the number was five last year. So we pushed, we all took the under and we all hit because they finished four and eight last oh, year. Oh, that's right. That's right. And, uh, you locked it, buddy. Boom. Hiya. Easy money with your boy, rich rod, you know, <laughs> did a good job though. Yeah. Mike I mean, McIntyre on the defense did a good job. Ninth rushing offense in the country last year in his first year as offensive coordinator. Just not a lot of wins. Not a lot of wins, but when you're playing the best teams in football, those tend to be harder to come by. So I think Rich Rodriguez, it's crazy that no one has hired him yet. And he's just one of the best offensive minds. He should in be football. a head coach somewhere. Yeah, just floating around out there for no reason. Like if you're a really bad team, why isn't Rich Rodriguez your coach? If I, if I, if I was Arkansas, I would have hired Rich Rod over right. Sam Pittman. He took, yeah, exactly. He took, and that's Arizona. not a shot at Sam Pittman. I'll think Sean, it, Sam Pittman could be a good coach. I'm yeah. just saying Rich Rod is a proven. Yeah. 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 Uh, commodity. What about at the mid major level? How, how has no one just jumped on Rich Rod? But anyway, unbelievable. 
Well, I know a couple of girls probably jumped on Rich Hell, Rod. Uh, hey, hey. Um, or he was trying to get him to, and I think that's probably where the problem. Actually, one of them did. Yeah, there you I go. Guess we're getting a little personal here, but hello. This yeah. is a college experience. We get personal with you guys. Yeah, we're drinking beer. Oh, look, I got nothing against Rich Rod. I love the guy. Yeah, I mean, go Rich Rodriguez. Yeah. Um, but okay, looking looking at last year's record. Um, anything stand out to you? Obviously, we hit on the we hit on the under. I locked it, so I mean, just another one that I could throw in the belt, throw in the vault. Yeah, throw in the air. You might even say, um, yeah. I mean, look, four and eight, and really the wins were not against. They very almost good teams. beat Auburn in Jordan Hare. You know, played A and M close too. Probably two of their more impressive games, all things considered. Even rushing for 400 yards against LSU is insane. All the LSU did give up more points than I think people realized last year. Their offense was just absurd, but their wins for Ole Miss came against a putrid Arkansas team. Dude, they, they actually played, they got played pretty close by the Southeastern Louisiana lions. Yeah, that's tough. FCS. Then uh, put it on Vandy though. Yeah. Put it on Vandy. And then uh, laid it on uh, SEC uh, special guest New Mexico State. Why? Yeah, they play thirty SEC teams every every five years. Um, so, looking at this roster for two thousand twenty, obviously Joey Freshwater comes in, brings in interesting hire, brings in UCF's uh, OC uh, Jeff Levy. What do you think about that? Aggressive. What do you think about the SEC really heading towards passing? Well, you saw it with LSU getting it done. Alabama's kind of, they're not as physical. They're more passing. Mike Leach comes over to the SEC. Arkansas with Sam Pittman's got Kendall Bryles running the show who is uh, you know, art Bryles is a, is a guy who, who did coach under Leach at Texas tech. There you go. Um, I mean, you got, you got a lot of passing now going on there. I mean, especially in a state like Mississippi, which is talent laden, you know, but maybe not uh, quite as committed from a resources and structural standpoint as a place like Alabama or LSU uh, or financial resources. Um, they're still able to get their hands on plenty of talent, you know, and in, in many cases, throwing the ball around, getting good skill position players is a great neutralizer to a power team, you know, and so you might as well use up as much space with speed as possible. Throw the ball around. I mean, we've been seeing this for years. I, Florida, Steve Spurrier, probably 20 years ahead of uh, the curve, the curve there yeah. in the sec. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, you look at this thing, uh, their top passing quarterback, Matt Corral threw for 1300 yards <laughs> and six touchdowns. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, Josh Heupel had uh, Gabriel doing that in one game. Yeah. One or two games <laughs> against Florida A&M or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's got to be a bit of an issue. Now they, they, they got uh, John rice Plumley. I mean, had a thousand yards and 12 touchdowns. I think that was rushing, right? Yeah. And then he, he, he 1200 rushing yards, only 900 for 900. Yards. His yeah. team as a, as a group had six, the whole team only had 16 passing touchdowns. That's incredible. <laughs> That's pretty bad. It's like Navy. Uh, John rice Plumley had four passing touchdowns. I don't know if it's Reese or rice. I don't know how to say it, but four passing touchdowns in nine games as a starter. That's not good for business, but <laughs> 
Number nine rushing attack, like we mentioned. Uh, looking at this team, I mean, this team got hit hard by those a lot of those sanctions ever since then, recruiting wise. But that guy uh, Elijah Moore caught sixty-seven passes. I mean, he's damn the only the number two receiver, only thirteen catches for the number two receiver. That's an issue. That's a systemic issue yeah. right there. We're gonna see a vast change. It's gonna be interesting. You gotta wonder if. Uh, you know, clearly these weren't Rich Rod's recruits. So if they're playing quarterback for Ole Miss, then you assume that this tendency to be good at running and not good at passing was strictly due to Rich Rod's implementation of his system. You got to figure if someone tells them to throw the ball around, they're going to be capable of doing it to a, a greater extent than they were at the very least. You're not getting Pat White in there, in other words. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. No, um, no Denard Robinson. Well, they're going to need to bring in some receiving talent. Cause I, like I said, if it's UCF's offense runs a lot, but a lot of option read um, defensively, I will tell you this and people are going to shit on me for this, but I like the DJ Durkin higher. Yeah. I mean, look, it's unfortunate with the way things went down. Oh, at Park. Clearly a he's very a good, good coach. coach. Uh, he had Maryland coming and going in the right direction. I think he's, I think that's a great hire for them. Uh, I think uh, I expect him to get that defense going, man. I'm, I'm taking a look at this Plumley kid. He's kind of built like a, uh, brick shit house. He's an athlete. We'll, uh, we'll see if the arm, I'm assuming they're going to the throw legs. more though. Yeah. But when you have, uh, it never hurts to have an athlete back there. Uh, well, how about, uh, defensively, as I mentioned with DJ Durkin, this kid, John Haynes, probably the best of their defensive linemen. Pass rush was great last year. 33 sacks on the season, uh, but they lost their best player. Benito Jones went is a Miami Dolphin now. Looking at the strength of the defense, really, it's probably at the linebacker position, if I had to guess. Uh, they got Sam Williams, uh, Lakika Henry, and Jaquez Jones. Defensive line is is a bit of an issue, but Durkin, I, I feel like there's probably an, there's now depth may be an issue, but I think there's probably enough talent for Durkin to actually have this defense decent. Now the problem is, is you play some really really good teams that have great you know offenses, yeah, with, with Alabama and LSU, and then obviously I, I don't know how fast Leach will be able to implement his air raid, but if if that gets clicking by Thanksgiving, that could be an issue. And then Texas A&M, Kellen Mond coming back. So they got their work cut out from on that on that front. Um certainly, but, but you gotta like the uh the discipline that DJ Durkin is able to install in a defense and that at the very least should make them a little more stout. Well, I think the offense has more work to catch up on than the defense. Defense has a head start, I think. Yeah. 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 Um uh, besides that, I would say like we're about to go game by game. Talk about, uh, you know, where we see Ole Miss go. What do we, I'm not going to win on our previous episodes. We went through, did the win totals, did a uh, odds to win the sec. I'm going to pull that from right now because we don't know what's happening. All the other conferences appear to be just playing the conference games minus the sec and big 12. We haven't announced anything yet, but one would think obviously USC Bama's canceled. There's just issues. I'm just going to do the conference games on that this, are on uh, the schedule currently, or I mean, yeah. I'll read through the whole schedule, but I'm not going to quote that win total. Cause I don't think it's going to be valid by the yeah. time this episode drops. Well, well uh, what do you go? What do you think? Go, give them 10 games, maybe throw a couple in there or just no, give them... I'll go game by game and we can project our record. Yeah. 
but we'll divide it up. You'll see in a second here, but we're going to go game by game. Talk old Miss football emphasize. What is the most important game on the schedule with lane train? Talk a lot about the egg bowl and, uh, and more coming up on the college experience old miss edition. And now a word from our sponsors. College experience is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. who was desperate enough to get in on some wagers on the Marble below one marble races. I know I was, We've been without sports so long that I certainly was, but this week we're in for a treat when three of the four major sports are back in action. That's MLB, NBA, and NHL. They've all resumed play. And with no fans in the stands, you better believe we're taking advantage of some of these early game lines over at my bookie. Plus my bookie just brought back the deposit match bonus. You can grab yourself some extra cash to build up that bankroll of yours. And the best part is when you roll with my bookie, it's simple. You bet you win. They pay. There's a reason why I tell people to visit my bookie. That's because it's the only online sports book that asks the question for you and your friends actually want to put money on like is Giannis and the bucks a lock to make the finals in the East. Who's going to average more points, LeBron or Kawhi. Look, it's all great. Cause you're debating your buds but when you can actually throw cash on it, as opposed to just arguing for, 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 for the hell of it, you do this. And my bookie will have this bet for you, but truth be told, I'll bet on anything. That's why I'm pumped. The MLB and NHL are back in action Two lines, prop bets, futures. My bookie's got them all. Trust me. This is the only place you want to be putting money down on this season over at my bookie join today. And my bookie will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to a thousand dollars. Just enter the promo code SGP when signing up. Remember at my bookie, the terms are simple. You bet you win. They pay over at my bookie.ag. We're also brought to you by DraftKings. The hits literally keep coming from one MMA event to the next. They grow in excitement and in anticipation and UFC 252 is no different with two of the sport's most respected fighters stepping into the octagon this weekend. There is no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering new users a free shot at $1 million in total prizes. I mean, who's not going to take advantage of that, right? And it's really easy. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy MMA is an easy, easy play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap and pile up points for advances, takedowns and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to complete a free shot at $1 million in total prizes. Come on. It's a no brainer. But if MMA isn't for you, don't worry. Don't you worry because DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy contests for all the sports that have returned to action. Plus, plus. New this year, DraftKings just launched best ball contest for football. If you aren't familiar with best ball, simply head to the app now and check it out. And uh, yeah, download the app DraftKings now and use the promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. Once again, that's promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only. At DraftKings. 
We're also brought to you by BetQL. You want to take advantage over the sports book with NBA, NHL, and MLB back in action, then you need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Their best bets algorithm scans thousands of data points to give you a best bet recommendation for every single game and gives you the reason behind why you should place that bet. Look, I'm over on their website right now. I'm looking at this. Um, I got, I got, uh, I'm looking at the Clippers and the Nuggets. Nuggets are five point dogs, right? Nuggets are five point dogs. It's telling you we have the Denver Nuggets at plus three points, which is a minus two point difference from the current line. You should take the underdog according to BetQL. Gotta love this. And they give you a whole chart of why you should do this. This thing is fantastic. Make sure you go over to betql.co. Um, BetQL has sharp data for NBA, M- MLB, NHL. So if you want an inside edge or inside angle on who the pros are backing, you need to check out BetQL. And if you live in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado, or West Virginia, you can claim exclusive offers from sportsbooks and use BetQL's data to make the right bets. So head over to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL. You can also head to betql.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription over at BetQL. Check them out. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book but don't know how? Well, Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head is offering live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Can't beat that. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Once again, that is aceperhead.com backslash SGP. We're back talking Ole Miss Rebel football. Patty C, am I still allowed to say that? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Um, they're going to tear your statue down there, buddy. Uh, well, check us out. I need a statue because if Sam Bradford has a statue, I should have a statue. <laughs> That's true. All right. Facts. Although he did win a Heisman. I he never also, got, I never got my shot, man. Well, he got 50 shots in the NFL and he didn't do anything. Well, he with made it. No, he did do something about it. Cause he made some great money. He they they great rewrote money. the NFL con like rookie contracts after Sam Bradford stole Tons of money. Well, so did from they, the, they did the same thing league. for uh, Matt Flynn, if I'm not mistaken. After one game, after uh, four yeah. quarters of football, he got a six trillion dollar deal. Um, well, we're talking Ole Miss football. Here. That and every Oklahoma quarterback wins the Heisman. So that, yeah. Well, look, we'll talk about them further down the road shortly here. But Ole Miss is our focal point here. Uh, I mean. What do you think of overall the direction of this team? You, you said the recruiting rankings, right? Yeah. Let me, uh, let me review those again. Yeah, that's right. The five 31, 32, 22 and 34. So hanging in that, that's one thing lane's going to be able to attack. Well, let me tell you what, right now he's sitting there at 85, but it's so wow. Okay. early in the recruiting Maybe I'm cycle full of shit over here too early in the recruiting cycle though. He's uh, it's just a matter of how many recruits he's got committed. I am quite sure. He's going to get his hands on some talent. 
I agree. Um, especially through, even through, even through this year, they're bringing in a bunch of wide receivers through the transfer out, a bunch of players in general from the transfer. That's route. the other thing is yeah. I don't know if the transfer portal shows up on the recruiting rankings. So yeah. the talent he's infusing into the team may have already been recruited elsewhere. Okay, so we're gonna break this up in two little segments here. First, we're gonna go through the non-conference. All right, already. And then we will break down. So I'm going to go out of sequence of the actual schedule because I don't believe some of these games are going to be played. That's true. true. All right. But week one, allegedly Baylor versus Ole Miss in Houston. I doubt this game happens, but maybe it happens later if they make a big 12 sec deal. Um, I'm going to favor Baylor. Aranda walks into a better situation. Charlie Brewer coming back. I, I like, he's got two stud running backs. Yep. Denzel Mims is gone. He's a jet, but uh home state advantage for the uh, neutral site game often leads to the, I think Baylor's the better team right home now. State team yeah. winning. Um, um, you, you agree? Yeah. I think Baylor's going to win yeah. this game. If they played Uh week two, they play a, a barn burner of a game. They get the Southeast Missouri red Hawks. Did they used to be the Redskins too? Potentially. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think uh, anyone who's got red in their name was a, was a Redskin at one point. Uh, wait, 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 you got the Red Hawks pulling the upset. Uh, I think Lane's got it going a little better than that off the, <laughs> out the gate. But I, man, yeah, I'd say they take care of business. Give me a, give me a 58 to 20 score. Um, then Saturday, October 24th, they're scheduled to take on UConn. Kudos to UConn for coming down to Oxford. Well, they Talk went in, about they a, went independent. They needed a check from anywhere, and for some true. reason, the SEC loves Easy their victories. independence. <laughs> like, dude, how many times do they schedule UMass and New Mexico State? Yeah, random. Bring them in, get them from as far away from their home as possible. Just give every disadvantage possible. Do they beat UConn? Uh they do beat UConn. They well, crush them. Yeah, I agree. And then it's a, this is a slippery one. The only interesting one of the bunch. I'm in Baylor, obviously, but Saturday, November 21st, they get the Georgia Southern Eagles in the triple option attack. That's going to be tough. They, they, they could easily slip Georgia Southern. You've seen them. They, 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 I think they took Georgia to overtime one year and then they beat Florida at Florida one year. This is a tough one, man. They could lose this game, dude. At least it's this late in the year. They're lucky. I mean, if they have the schedule go down like this. Yeah, I would, I would take Ole Miss, you know, yeah. I feel like Ole Miss 31, 26. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a game, but uh, okay. And then you go to, so those are, so we got them going three and one out of conference. If there's a, the out of conference games happen, I know this is a sloppy episode based off of this, but look, we're kind of in no man's land here and we're still bringing you guys yeah, the glory. So uh, now well, let's switch to if they just start off with an SEC schedule. Now, sure, they're going to add some games. We don't know what they would be. <laughs> um, and it can't more, get much harder. And I will remind you guys that once the win totals come out and the schedules are finalized, we will cover it all on the college experience. So make sure you, you subscribe, rate, review, share, tell a friend, drop it in an old Miss forum or a Reddit or something. Man, the the front end of this schedule, dude. You get four of the five hardest teams in the league. This is bullshit. Yeah. All right, because look, how many years have we been covering every single game? I mean, we cover, we pick every single Division One yeah. college football game. We've looked at enough schedules yeah. to know when years after years after years and uncommon. Going this on. never happens. 
this, to the powerhouse teams. Yeah. Maybe, maybe A and M when yeah. they first came in, but I still don't feel like they get the three in a row. Right. Brutal man. Okay. Ole Miss opens up conference play. These are their first three games home to Auburn at LSU home to Alabama. I kind of want to take a look at something real quick. Well, Mississippi state who we're going to get to next, they have the same problem. I don't understand how these three line up. Like, how do you get all three heavy hitters like this in a row? Ridiculous. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to pull the math up here in a minute, but I'm pretty sure that, uh, between Alabama, Auburn and LSU, that one of those teams has played in almost every, uh, championship game going back 10 or 12 years. Uh, I think you're almost right. You yeah. might be, you might be right. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, they're going on in three, right? Uh, yeah, they're going on in three. Then they play at Vandy. I think they could beat Vandy. Uh, they should beat Vandy. They better beat Vandy. Derek Mason's job is on the line, but I think all misses the far. I mean, I wouldn't team. be surprised if Vandy gave him a game, but give me the win. Give me Lane to get his first SEC win. Uh, 2014 Ohio State and Oregon. That's right. But since then, five straight with uh, at least one of those teams in. And I, if I go back any further, then I'll find more with Auburn. But they got it all broken up here for me. So I'll keep digging. Yeah. But okay. Vandy, you're taking Ole Miss, right? Uh, yes. All right. Then they're home to Florida. That's an L. That's a loss. Then they get a bye week and they're at Texas A&M. <laughs> this might not be a bye week when this all shakes out. So don't think Jeez, about bye week at A&M. They're going to lose. They're going to lose at Arkansas. They'll get that win. And then the egg bowl is home to Mississippi state. Got a well, I think with the, with the quarterback uh, situation in uh, Leach's favor, I'm going to give that to Mississippi State. I, I'm going to give it to Mississippi State too. So we got them winning what two SEC games? Yeah. I know it's only an eight game schedule, so they would add potentially two more SEC teams if they go that route, the same as the Big Ten. They should, but um, assuming if they played a full schedule, they'd squeak out three wins from that. That'd be a five and seven season for Ole Miss. Not yeah. spectacular. <laughs> and that's us giving them Georgia Southern. Yeah. Um, it's improvement from last year though. What are you looking for? Improvement. What's the biggest game on the schedule? Oh, on the sec schedule. I don't want to hear about it. Cause I don't think the other ones are going to happen. Jeez. I don't know that. Uh, I think you got to win a winnable game. I mean, I think Mississippi <laughs> I think, state. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Win the egg bowl and set that's that. a win for the season. Yeah. Despite your record. Yeah. Agreed. So you heard it here first on the college experience. Uh, Patty C any more talk about uh, old miss. I, like I said, I know you're your family. Your family's affiliated with old miss. Well, mm-hmm. I drove down and dropped my brother off in college when I was 11 years old. I saw old miss campus. Did you, did you do any, did you, did you do any shots or anything? Talk to some women? No shots yet. I, my no. brother uh, failed out of there in two years though. He went back when he was 29 and finished though. So I think that's probably typical uh, <laughs> college experience for a lot of Ole Miss that folks. College experience happens at East Carolina. Yeah. You know, spend some time there. That happens all the time. <laughs> that's right. Down at East Carolina. Anytime so. your, uh, your party is the bigger uh, attraction <laughs> than the game itself. That's then... a form of majoring. You know what I mean? Like I made, I majored in party. That's right. That's right. And uh, Ole Miss apparently according to my brother parties, like 
pretty much no one else. I so. got to get down there. I might go to this game this year. I don't know. We'll see if, if we have football and everything going, but uh, Ole Miss excited for the future of Ole Miss and seeing potentially a lot of those egg bowls over the next five, 10 years. Really excited to see that. They have some pretty fantastic co-eds apparently too. I was impressed with Mississippi state too. I was at an LSU well, I game. I think the, yeah. uh, the deep South has their, their share all over the place. Yeah. Uh, so I gotta, I gotta get down there and party, get some chicken on the stick. Like coach O used to do when he was at, at, at Ole Miss. There you go. Uh, guys, this is the college experience. We're breaking down all 130 teams. We would appreciate if you could uh, rate review, share, subscribe, write a comment on iTunes saying how, how you appreciate two idiots drinking beers, talking football and, and handicapping at a very high level. We, we got, we got years in this game. Check it out. Uh, sports gambling podcast.com. we got tons of college football content over there. Got a great recent interview with Jerry Glanville up. Uh, so check it out. He, Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D and we are still affiliated with the sports gambling podcast. As I mentioned, they're on Twitter at the SGP network. Check us out. Subscribe rate review. This is the college experience. Oh, miss style. You better start thinking about yours and we out. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.